Hello and welcome to Death of a Thousand Cuts, making you an awesome writer one cut at a time. My name's Tim Clare and this is a show about writing for writers, for readers and for anyone with a morbid fascination with how the story sausage is made. To that end, we have three central planks to our writing manifesto. One to help you write more, two to help you write better and three to make you a little bit happier as you do those things. And this is just a really, really quick intro episode for season four. I'm arbitrarily split the podcast up into seasons sometimes it's because i need to take a little break sometimes it's just because i got to episode roughly episode 50 um there's now approaching 300 episodes of death of a thousand cuts you, i don't know whether you listen to the show before i may be telling you stuff you already know um if you do welcome back if you haven't ever listened to it before then i suppose this is not going to be like the best showcase of what the podcast is about but but i'm sorry i mean i guess it's this isn't what the podcast is normally not me explaining what the podcast is that would be incredibly meta but um there's i guess a few different parts of what it normally is and what it will be in the next season you most people i would say by now who come to any of my work the majority of them do it through one of the two courses i've done the couch to 80k writing boot camp or the 100 day writing challenge which i just recently finished off those are two sort of free writing courses by podcast that you can start from day one obviously enough um and work through and they just take they ask for like 10 minutes of writing each day and, and then the 100 day writing challenge is kind of like a longer version of the couch to 80k writing bootcamp which the couch to 80k bootcamp is eight weeks like 48 episodes and the 100 day writing challenge is 100 days so it's longer and it it, it reuses some of the material from the first one um so that's where i guess the larger part of listeners come from but then some people have been listening since before this was a podcast since when it was a blog where i took people send me the first pages of the novel or, sh- or story that they're working on and i give some feedback they say what i like about it what i think they could do better and just try to give sort of like very crunchy in-depth honest advice while sort of not being a horrible bully about it you know separating the artist from their work and you know it's not a reflection on you any of the work it's just something it's just some clay that we can remold and make better and so i offer my opinions on that and there are plenty of episodes in the archives where i do that where i read out a listener's first page and then we go through some suggestions i think that you could use to improve it um and I should say, importantly, this is one of the functions of having this intro episode rather than just jumping into the new season. Um, if you would like to submit your work to the for me to read out on a future podcast and critique, I'd love to hear from you. If you go to my website, timclapert.co.uk, you can actually just find that in the show notes to today's episode. But um, just you search Tim Clare, you'll also find my website, timclapert.co.uk. There's a little contact me button on the right i think it normally is uh if you click on that you can just send me an email and all i want is the first 250 words of your novel or story i don't want any more than that if i get more than that then i simply won't use it i don't want an explanation of what it's about just your name and the title of the piece um so you don't i don't need a, i don't don't need or want a synopsis um and just put it in plain text in the body of the email the text that's it 
that's all that's all i need those are the submission guidelines um and you know by sending it to me i guess you're giving your explicit i'll take that as explicit permission that i'm allowed to use it in a future episode and if you haven't listened to any of the episodes where i critique someone's page you might want to sort of jump into a few of those and listen to them just to make sure you know what you're getting into and make sure that you're kind of comfortable and happy with that if you're not please don't feel um under any pressure to submit because uh you you needn't and also i'd really really like it if you could make it your best work you know it should be the absolute absolute best you've polished it you've shown it to other people you've worked on it really hard rather than a first draft that you're just dashing off and chucking to me because you think oh well it'd be interesting to see what tim makes of this don't please don't do that i'd like to be critiquing your kind of a game because that's where i can probably make suggestions that isn't that aren't stuff you already know so to sort of honor my time and to honor yours please only send me your best stuff and i think most people do that but some people do send me stuff and just go hey just wrote this yesterday do you what do you think and i'm like i realize that can be a way of sort of shielding yourself from the full emotional force of feedback because you can kind of go well i didn't really bother with this but it's also a way of like limiting yourself so if you'd like to use it you know i'm i do it for free um but the kind of like i suppose the contract i'm asking you to participate in is that you make it your best work and for my part i will try to um to my very best to give you all the best advice i possibly can in a constructive way that helps you to write in a way that better honors your stories so that's that part I also do interviews with authors um, when and where I can, when people get back to me and they are willing and eager to be on the show. Um, they're mostly fiction authors, although I've had some poets on, had some screenwriters, um, had some non-fiction authors, had some psychologists on as well, which I've really enjoyed, some neuroscientists talking about you know creative topics, but that's been a whole... Um, rabbit hole that i've gone down that has led to some amazing things and that i wasn't expecting for me so um there are lo- and there's loads of interviews in the archive um interviewing is not you know my natural uh i didn't really have any exact experience in it at all before i started doing this podcast so it's been a new thing for me i'm i'm would say without sort of being um nasty about myself i wouldn't say that listening has been one of my strengths i have not always been good at that you know as a performer i'm good at talking at an audience but maybe not listening so it's been a learning process for me i'm still very much learning uh but i do love having authors on and i'm I'm trying my best to become a better interviewer better conversationist uh I'm certainly really interested in talking to them, but sometimes I do talk over people and I'm uh, still, still working on that while maintaining a natural conversation, right? Because what I don't want is a, a set of pre-written questions that I just ask. Sit there while they talk through them and then they get to the end of their answer and I go, great, wonderful. So, like, I'm, like I have... I have a dog in this fight. I'm invested in this. I am often genuinely interested in what they're saying. Often, I'm get you know. Often, I then make a reference to a book or to a subject, and I don't understand what they said because it's beyond my knowledge. 
and I want to go, hey, can you just explain that for a second? Because I don't don't get it. And I'm assuming that if I don't get it, then there may be other listeners out there who don't get it as well. So that's the kind of like philosophy behind my talking in interviews. It doesn't always... Um, doesn't always go that way it also doesn't doesn't help that i'm an extremely kind of like vulnerable uh and sometimes quite nervous anxious person who really wants to be liked and so uh i often get like big kind of like uh social hangovers the day after doing an interview or indeed the minutes after doing an interview where i think oh my gosh that person was bored rigid they absolutely hate me they were judging me which isn't very nice you know it isn't very nice on them not really trusting them to be a decent human being they just kind of go and do it have a chat on a podcast and come away from it going i hate that person come on <laughs> give them a little bit credit credit him anyway so that's the that's another sort of part of the podcast and then i guess the third part broadly speaking are episodes where i just talk about a subject to do with creative writing you know like how you know how, how to do editing or how to do research or something like that or i do the um my writing rambles where i just do completely unscripted unedited episodes where i just press record to say hello and talk about whatever's on my mind normally tangentially related to uh writing although often to do with uh what you know often at least calibrated and uh, mediated through whatever um point on the uh sine wave my mental health is at that week um so yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, I try to be honest about the fact that, you know, I've had, you know, issues with anxiety and, and depression in the past and how that affects my writing. And it, that's allowed me to talk about the psychology of writing. And I think we all sometimes experience ups and downs in our mood. We sometimes have doubts. And so by talking about it, I think it kind of connects with different things that, that all writers experience. Well, that's really it. If you'd like to submit, as I say, go to my website, timclairpert.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'll be putting out episodes, hopefully, at the rate of about one a week. But given the current sort of situation with, at the time of recording, the global pandemic, um, I've, you know, m- me and my wife are working every hour under the sun and looking after our wonderful, wonderful daughter. And uh, it we got a lot less time than normal and there's not always time for me to record uh and i try to prioritize other things as well like just kind of self-care and looking after my family and tidying up so um i hope you'll sort of understand that it might be a slightly wonky release schedule um i'm sure though that you'd rather um, i put out shows intermittently than i uh, break myself in half um trying to put them out at the expense of people that i love I, I i know we all understand how things are prioritized so that's fine um if you enjoy the show and you'd like to support it i it's I don't have any advertisers um although i'm you know very open to sponsors and i had like one or two in the in the past but um other most episodes aren't sponsored uh the only way that i get to do the show is because i have a coffee page that's ko fi.com forward slash Tim Clare. Again, there's like links in the show notes and from my website as well. And just people, listeners like you, click on that and drop me small donations, either one off or you can do a recurring donation if you like. You, there's no perks for it. There, I, uh, 
except that you get to help me and it allows me to play, pay for my hosting costs on SoundCloud and my website hosting costs and just essentially keep the lights on in Claire Towers. Um, so if what I'm putting out is valuable to you and you'd like me to continue to do it, then that's the way you can help and make sure that happens. Uh, so far, basically what I've done is gone, hey, if you can help, I'd really appreciate it. And And people have, and I'm kind of still astonished and wowed but mainly really really grateful because like I say I don't have like a whole sort of secret load of content for people who support the show I try to go by the philosophy if I want I want nothing behind a paywall I want everything to be available for people because there's so much creative writing material that is only that that costs a lot of money and that's why you know creative writing is one of the reasons why creative writing is kind of like often been kind of like a middle class to upper middle class pursuit because it costs a lot and there's lots of the world is kind of hidden behind invisible financial barriers so every time someone donates not only are they helping me but they're also helping other listeners um get it for free get access to it who wouldn't be able to wouldn't have the money to kind of go and pay for courses or pay to and also i just like i hope that this is a way of helping writers at whatever stage and however closely they identify with that label writers you know whether they think of them you think of yourself as a a writer or whether you are just an enthusiastic reader or whether you know either of those things but you're kind of fizzing around the edges of maybe wanting to do a story one day um i hope that this can provide sort of like the beginnings or the edges of a community for you or somewhere welcome or a kind of water cooler where you can hear about the thing one of the thing this thing that you care about you know because writing can be quite an isolated business in lots of ways um and social media and places like that are not always super welcoming either or they can be a bit cliquey or confusing so i you know i hope that it allows you to feel connected in 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 some way um, and there's loads of parts of the internet that do that really well as well. You know, book blogs and forums and writers groups and places like that. I don't mean to pretend that those places don't exist. I'm just hoping to also be somewhere where you can hear writers talk about writing, um, where you can hear ideas, where you can, you know, drop me a line. You can do that through my website as well uh, on the contact me thing. Love to hear what you're up to. Any questions you've got about writing that you'd like me to kind of discuss? Um you can get in touch and I'll, I'll I'll deal with them. Of course, caveat, you know, I, I guess the, uh, I hope the, un, uh, it goes without saying, the unspoken uh, disclaimer, but I'll just add it anyway, is that I am just one person, one voice. I mean, it's one reason why I've had dozens of other authors on the podcast is so you can hear that not every, hear other people's perspectives and uh, don't just hear it all filtered through me. I mean, I don't for a second think that anyone listening to this um holds me in such high regard that the only person that they listen to when it comes to creative writing advice and their only source of knowledge about the world of writing fiction is tim clare what an impoverished outlook that that would be you read books you've heard other authors talking about stuff of course but um just just uh in the interest of due diligence and honesty of course all of this is just my opinion i've been doing this I give my whole life to it you know I it's it's what I do it's um how I earn money and I've my whole life has been you know in the creative arts 
So I have an investment. I'm not just some joker who's like decided to turn up and spout opinions about it without having some kind of investment in it and having put some kind of time into it. But that doesn't make me any less partial, subjective, um, you know, subject to my own kind of like biases, emotional whims, um, lack of experience. And uh, of course, like uh, the knowledge that I have is compared to what's out there is, you know, exists on a pinhead, um, of course. So don't uh, don't take anything I'm saying as gospel, basically. Um, it's earnest, it's sincere. I try my best to be honest, um, but, um, you know, here be dragons. Watch out, use your own discernment. I, again, like even saying that, that sounds patronising, but I wouldn't want anyone to think I'm kind of here trying to set up the church of Tim Clare. Um, although if people started calling it that, I'd probably be quite comfortable with it. Like I've said, like I've, I've started using a gong now instead of just saying time's up when I do creative writing exercises with people. And I do feel that I am slowly instituting a, su- a subtle but inexorable shift towards from creative writing podcaster to doomsday cult guru. And I think I will need some like lieutenants, some acolytes who kind of some fanatics to uh, push the shift into that final terrible form but um for now you know just watch because it will it will slowly become more apparent as uh, the podcast goes on anyway um I, of course i'm joking um, i hope you have a lovely week that's it that's this episode just a little introduction to let you know what's coming up i've got a couple of interviews that i recorded a little while back that i can finally put out now the course that 100 day writing challenge is up i can finally release a couple of interviews that i recorded a while back that i really enjoyed doing with some great authors who put out some great books and i think you're going to really enjoy those interviews and you're going to enjoy sharing them and hopefully reading the books i hope you're really well i realize this is a sort of time at the moment at the time of recording where everyone's going i hope you're all right no no one says i hope you're happy (laughs) i hope no one says that in an email i hope you're happy that sounds like really passive aggressive as you're having a go that's not that's something that people are never sincere about. They don't, you don't say, I hope you're happy. That's what people say in a local newspaper. To, to dear, this is an, an open letter to the vandals that destroyed my garden gnome on Saturday night. I hope you're happy. The author of that letter doesn't hope those vandals are happy. That would be impossible. Well, unless I've been misreading those letters all these years. And just there's loads of people writing to local newspapers with impossibly noble sentiments of... Um, goodwill towards people who've uh, damaged their property but um, what what i mean is we're all saying to each other at the moment no, no one likes to say hey i hope this letter finds you well because it's that seems insensitive doesn't it so people will say i hope i hope this this letter finds you coping in, in these uncertain times in these challenging times in these unprecedented times um it's uh you know yeah it's been I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that those email, that that standard email uh, header changing, and I'm sure you are as well. Oh yeah, well, yeah, okay. I, I, I won't chanter on about that, but um, of course I do sincerely always hope that you are well, and that you're finding some joys and some happiness in the um, in this burningly beautiful 
excruciating, torturingly precious and painful and sometimes bloody boring and tricky and wobbly, uncertain, yep, it's true, world. But these uncertain times, they've always been uncertain times. If you were certain, you were fooling yourself, I think, you know? Okay, I'm wobbling into philosophy now. Uh, Yeah. Basically, I hope you're well. I hope there's so many, so many, so many wonderful things coming in your future. A couple of them are going to be episodes of this podcast coming up. Thanks for listening. Keep up your writing. Even if it's just 10 minutes a day, get out of the little notebook. Have a little scribble. Have a little fun. Don't feel the need to be always pumping blood into big projects. Give yourself permission to do fart about stuff as well the fart about stuff will uh, creep up and accumulate in ways that will surprise you I'm sure and it's fun okay I think that's a better point to end on love you very much looking forward to this new season thank you for listening and have a wonderful week of writing